0: Review? It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead. we're
1: burned up. I don't know, the door is locked though and it's making me nervous.
2: I can't
3: <laughs> read, how can I write?
2: Moscow. Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... I'm still of cutting off. <laughs> Not a single second.
1: Of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing.
0: Sure just I you am. fucking wait, Asa. <laughs>
1: It was me. I killed your dreams.
2: What do you want from me? <laughs> well you gonna I'm gonna cut out the part where I pa so with the chair too. You failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. It. It and that's how there. Asa got fired.
0: <laughs> 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 Thirty-minute break. And that. I should have told you to get some M
3: and M's for me. That's okay. Donuts <laughs> coming. We all
2: live a life of disappointment.
3: Hi, everybody.
2: Right. Welcome to Books with Bastards. We got the usual crew here tonight. We have our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. Good evening.
3: Doing a weird snake on. Your technical
2: bastard, the myself, snake myself Zach. Hi. Snakes I. have
0: arms.
3: Your
2: arms are snakes. Are ever oh, present in snake armed drinking buddy Caleb. Hey. And of course our mysterious lump wearing sunglasses at night indoors Asa. Oh yeah, sorry Caleb's doing it too. It just <laughs> was overridden by snake arms. Oh hey.
3: There, they just there. feel There's it's fair. fair that
2: I blame them equally. Nice
3: Wait, we got again. two sunglasses. <laughs> I've got two snake arms. Asa, give me your give me your sunglasses. I got two snake arms. I will not. No. Do it. I mean, I'm not going along. Do with it. This, this nonsense.
0: Okay. <laughs> Uh, Moving Jesus. on from snake arms. Didn't realize that would take off. I don't like <laughs> <snakes>. Snake arms. <laughs> Sunglasses at
3: night and snake arms.
0: Here we go. Just uh, goes together like beans and rice.
1: Yeah, that was good. I was thinking white on bread.
0: <laughs> oh but... white on rice is
1: what I was,
0: uh, was, I, I was thinking. That, that
3: was not what you were going for. <laughs>
0: we are okay. we are off to a bad beans start. And
3: toast I think is the other part you were going for. Beans and toast? I post? think
0: that's like a British thing. That's oh, what I've heard the other, u-
3: sent in that other phrase used that. It's as. the old
2: saying, beans and snake arms, right? Yes?
3: Beans and snake arms. Before we jump into this book, let's talk about our drink corner.
0: We no. haven't even introduced the no. book. No! We're going to start with this, Caleb. Okay. <laughs> I just, <I> just <laughs> oh haven't ended <laughs> this. So today we're going to be talking Holy about shit. Meddling Kids <laughs> by Edgar Cantero. Um, it is about four teenagers that solved crimes and mysteries back when they were teenagers and have since grown up and are yeah. returning to, I don't know, their home state. Yeah,
2: to where they investigated mysteries as a kid. Yeah, it's, it's basically like not quite Scooby-Doo, but now they're grown up, which I guess, were they always, they're called meddling kids in the original Scooby-Doo, but they all definitely look like they're in their 30s.
0: Oh, and Scooby-Doo, yeah, Yeah. that's...
2: They were at least in high school. school. But they are referred to as meddling kids, and I believe that they are supposed to be
3: teenagers. Oh, yeah, and uh, I mean, in the original Scooby-Doo live-action movie, they are all in high school.
2: That's and then then uh, then it jumps forward several years as yeah.
0: other adults. Yeah. Even so that so cartoon so makes them look older. I don't know if yeah, it's that's... because like the one chick is wearing business casual all the ah, time. Fred
3: or... looks like a grown man. Oh, yeah. yeah, Fred and like Shaggy
2: clearly has like scruff and is Yeah, he's
0: got you a know, lot of well not maybe, a lot of facial hair, but the potential to have a lot of facial hair. I mean I had
2: some facial hair in high school. He looks like he might have done some meth once upon a time. Look, like, he had fun, he didn't get too carried away. Did
0: they have meth back then? I he don't
2: so. know. I would bet. Other
0: drugs.
2: (laughs) I feel like people dream big early on.
0: (laughs) Anyways, it's a mix
2: of not quite Scooby Doo and uh, another uh, mythology that Caleb will recognize as we go along, but I don't
3: want to spoil right away. Uh, Okay. Oh, can we jump into Drink Corner now? We sure can. All
0: right. Mallory,
3: what are we drinking today? We all have the same drink.
0: I just wanted us to go over the vibe of the book a little bit, because this is called the Scooby Snack Cocktail. Hey. Oh, no shit. And it's dripping all over
3: me. Yeah, good thing you have a coaster. Are you it? Zach's already testing it. Ace is halfway
1: through it. I have had some already. Um, oh, that's a lot of coconut. Holy if you, shit. If you can believe it or not. Oh, that I is it. I may me. have
0: mm. accidentally made them all doubles. Well.
2: Oh, coconut and banana. Yep.
0: You know, <laughs> this is
3: like when I mixed those two cocktails and got half a coconut drink. Yeah,
0: Surprise. it's
3: coconut rum,
2: banana liqueur. No. It's That's... coconut rum, banana la
0: creme. Creme de banana.
2: Creme de banana.
0: Melon mm. liqueur. And oh. pineapple
3: juice. I was wondering what those flavors I was getting were. Always with a goddamn pineapple. And you, you kind of <laughs> told me. This is the me.
0: first one with the pineapple, I think.
3: It for sure isn't.
0: I thought you like pineapple.
2: You like Hawaiian pizza. I like, pi- or sorry, not pineapple, coconut. That's the one I'm thinking. I don't oh. know why I said co- pineapple. <laughs> I, don't know. I love pineapple.
3: Yeah, I was wondering. It's literally your house. First.
0: The only that other one had coconut, and that one it's was true. very strong because it was cream of coconut. This is just coconut rum, which is in. Yeah, I taste mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mostly I taste, taste
1: coconut and banana at this I taste particular juncture. That's pretty much what I'm getting. And yeah, less coconut because I don't really care about
0: coconut. You could add more <clears throat> pineapple juice into it. Yeah, sorry, it's a little strong.
2: Yeah, we, we all know that that won't help me. We've all listened to the previous episodes.
3: I will probably once again end up stealing Zach's drink. And Zach I thank a him for it. it. And be like drunker than I intended to be. You like uh, it, pl- I've been here for the last two hours, Adam. Anyway. You like the drink? <laughs> yeah, the drink's <laughs> good. Sorry, yeah, I think corner, it's
0: pretty
3: good. Uh, Zach doesn't like it. Mallory, how do you think your own drink came out?
0: Uh, it's a little sweet for me, but I expect that when I make these cocktails. I think it tastes good. I'm going to say, of the cocktails, drinks, I would this like is it. the
1: one I like the most so far. Oh. I do like that it's green. It's like a lime green color. Like, this one has a flavor. It's not it's, dish, though. So. It just looks funky. It's <laughs>
0: very nice.
1: Yeah. It shouldn't be this color. Asa is
0: I... already almost done with his.
1: Yeah, I...
3: Well, yeah. Asa, what do you have in the wings for us, huh? You always have backups. Uh,
1: so, I have a uh, one of Zach's uh, Summer Pill's shandy beers,
0: which <laughs> <laughs> is already
1: opened, and that was... An interesting drink. But I'll drink the rest. It was good. It was good. It surprised me. A little sour, which
3: uh, caught me off drinks. guard.
1: Well, yeah, but it's it doesn't it's a it's not a it? sour beer. It's just it's kind of shandy. weird. It's a it's
2: yeah. it's like a bud light with some lemon on top. It's Did it not go quite better? a shandy. No, it's I don't it's
1: not it's not skunky. <laughs>
2: I know what a skunky
1: beer tastes like or it smells like.
2: Step
3: whispering.
1: Anyways, uh so there's some, some more of these in the fridge. I if I may... Anyway, yeah, that's what I got on cue. Yeah, I think I'm going to fall right. back to my old huckleberry pucker.
0: I'll probably move on to my rosé later. But for now, I'm going to drink this because I made it. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of it.
3: We aren't doing second drink, Corian, so... And... Oops,
0: sorry.
3: We're getting into this? <laughs>
0: We're going to <do laughs> get into the book.
2: All right.
3: I'm ready.
2: Well, the book starts by... Uh, Literally posting a picture of a newspaper cutout of Teen Sleuth's Unmasked Sleepy Lake Monster. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the four, so we got, should we do the characters first? Let's do the characters first. Yeah, yeah do please it. do the characters. Yeah, It's like I forgot how to do my entire job in the last 30 seconds and I'm having a small mental breakdown. Uh, so we're going to start with the dog because he was my favorite. Uh, there's technically two dogs over the course of the series. There's the original dog from 13 years ago named Sean, who is their Scooby.
0: Or scene, as you may pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, he's a he's
3: I a, was, a this he's a is Over, everyone can uh, please pack <laughs>
0: up and
1: leave. You should have uh, asked him how to spell Sean.
3: Feel free to turn it off at <laughs> A- yes, WM, Sean, believe, their, their first dog, Sean. is a Weimaraner.
2: <laughs> and his great-great-grandson, Tim, also a Weimaraner, is their dog in the second part of the story 13 years later, when they're all adults. Huh, interesting. Okay, contracts. Cool. And then there's Andy, who is more or less the main character of this. She's a tomboy uh, <laughs> who grows up to be mostly violent, criminal delinquent. Uh, then there's Nate, who is a giant nerd, uh I recognize more of myself and him than I care to admit.
0: Well, oh, that's scary because I believe he's also a schizophrenic who yeah. hears voices and is in a mental institution when we first meet him.
2: Yeah. All accurate. These
1: kids grow up well, huh? Zach's not that old.
2: There's Carrie, the bookworm, <laughs> who is their uh He
0: was only twenty five. <laughs> Velma equivalent.
2: There the the kids don't match up one to one with uh scooby-doo exactly but we
3: are in a padded room haven't yeah, I mean, we always been in a padded brain. room
2: i don't remember ever not being here
1: we're just the voices Zach hears. i thought you were gonna say you don't remember ever not being
2: in a padded room <laughs> <laughs> no as far as i know i've only ever been in padded rooms asa yeah the, anyway so there's carrie the bookworm uh, and Mallory's gonna <laughs> complain about this later in her bouncing orange golden locks of hair.
0: It never says golden.
2: Sorry, orange. Just orange. Yeah, I don't know why I said golden. I think that's just usually golden locks, is usually the way that sentence goes. Yeah. It's orange locks. Uh, I'm, I'm not orange doing orange. okay yeah. tonight, guys. I'm so sorry.
0: It's nothing to do with the color of the hair, Caleb. I will explain in more detail. I
1: love those oh, heads. yeah, yeah, heads.
2: <laughs> If, if you've listened to our no, podcast up to this point, you might have a hint. You might figure out pretty early on why Mallory's going to get mad about this. Uh, and then uh, lastly, there's Pete. You have a type of part of book you don't like. Don't look at me like that. Don't, don't look to the others for support. They can't help you.
3: You can't look into my eyes, Mallory. My sunglasses block them. <laughs> I don't know what the book's about yet.
2: So. And the last one is Peter, the jock. And we don't know that much about him other than that. He's dead. He is not in the second uh, adult portion of the book. I keep saying second. They never actually have a portion in of the, the book. In the
0: present time of the book, which is the year 1990.
2: Yeah, they, they constantly <laughs> reference their time as kids. It never actually has a part of the story that follows them as kids. Mm-hmm.
0: But yes, he uh, committed suicide. He had become a huge like Hollywood movie star and then died of an overdose, apparently, a again. couple years prior to them all meeting back up again. The begin. last time they had all been together was in 1977 when they caught the lake monster, which turned out to just be this man in a mask. In
2: a salamander costume trying to steal scare people off so he could find the, uh, is it? De- Gold. Yeah. there that, was
0: like it
3: wasn't it was
0: rumored that there was treasure under this mansion in the town that they lived in and so he was living in the mansion essentially it had been abandoned part of it had burned down
3: no, so it was a squatter. like
0: way back exactly yeah and he didn't want to be bothered while he's trying to find this treasure so yeah. he was dressing up as a salamander scaring everybody the kids went to investigate. They ended up trapping him. Yeah, they caught
2: him with like one of those classic Scooby-Doo, a bunch of roller skates at the top of the stairs that he then flew down six flights of stairs and gets caught in a net. There are some parts in this book that uh, really betray its cartoon narrative because there's one part specific where I was like, no, they would all, or not they would all, one character specifically should have died really brutally long before the story ever got going. But we'll, we'll get there.
0: I didn't think, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize as I was reading this initially that it was meant to be a cartoon until there was something towards the very end where I was like, okay, that, that tracks with it being a cartoon, but otherwise it never... I, I got some hints
2: that. earlier, mostly just because I was comparing it to Scooby-Doo, so that's how I drew them in my head. But there's a part later at the mental institution where they do something that it would absolutely kill a normal human. There's no human that will survive what we will describe. Uh, anyway, so they catch this lake monster guy. And, it, you know, they're, they're the local heroes. And then they go their separate ways for the summer because none of them live in this town. Uh, and then they never get back together. And they go on and they have nightmares. And each of their lives kind of fall apart. They can never commit to what they were trying to do in their life. Uh and it's revealed, uh, as we jump forward to Thomas X. Winkler's parole trial, is the guy that they caught. salamander. Yes. The, the lick <laughs> monster. And he finally is getting out of jail. And uh, it's really hamming home the ridiculousness of it, because he's talking to the parole board. And they're like, you're not a danger to these to society. He was like, guys, when I was violent, I wasn't a danger to society. I got beat up by four... 12 year olds and a dog. They caught me with roller skates in a net. No, I'm not a danger. That was 13 years ago. I could barely walk now. Hmm. And so he goes yeah. to a bar and he's just kind of chilling. And uh, all of a sudden, someone follows him into the bar bathroom. And it is our heroine. Is that what we're going to call her?
0: I wouldn't call her that. Our main character. One of the main characters.
2: Heroin is the female term for hero. It is. Got
0: it. Okay. There's an
2: E on. Her. It's
0: not heroin like the drug.
2: Yeah, no, well, well,
1: I. It's
0: heroin like the drug with an E at the end.
2: Well, I didn't yeah. know how it was spelled, I didn't read the book. Very similarly.
1: Okay. I
0: do not think she constitutes that title.
2: Well, I mean, it no, does. And there's some moments later in the book where she is definitely the hero of the story. If nothing else, she does all the fighting.
0: The protagonist and
3: the hero don't have to be the same person.
2: True, in this instance. They, no they definitely
0: hero are. They well, I mean, they are, is, they're all Tim. heroes. Like, it's
2: Tim. Oh, yeah, it's for sure. Actually, yeah, it's one. Tim's the best character. We'll get to him because he's best. He's perfect. Uh, he's so, one
0: tiny flaw that we'll get
2: to. So uh, it's this girl, Andy Rodriguez, <laughs> has lived her apparently the last 13 years in and out of military, the prison, fight just, you know, random crimes. And so she just starts basically beating the shit out of this Thomas uh, Winkler guy.
0: Wickley. Hmm? Wickley. 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 Sorry, Thomas
2: Wickley, uh, to get him to confess that he wasn't the lake monster, that he'd been faking it, and that he confessed to a bunch of stuff he didn't do. And he says, no, I did it, I did it, until eventually she basically threatens to murder him. Uh... And he finally admits, he's like, "I did it so that I'd never have to go back to that monster house again." And he starts screaming in a foreign language. Uh, that I, part of me wants. This will definitely give away the game. If you know, you know. And I did not know, so it meant
0: nothing to
2: me. Yeah, this painted a picture of the rest of the book for me, real hard. Uh, hmm. Here we are. Let's let's see if I can pronounce what he shouted i i I really hope you don't rise something from the dead. And oh, my, my eyes, eyes are turning right backwards in my skull again. You just can't see it with
0: the sunglasses.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the so calm about oh, yeah, I feel Caleb? like that.
1: That just.
3: Anyways,
2: uh, if you know, you know. Um, who's Caleb?
0: What? I mean, yes.
2: <laughs> Otherwise, I'll uh, I'll give up that the game a little I. bit later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. He admits that, yes, he just... Because he pled guilty to everything. He got charged with kidnapping because he did tie up Carrie. So he was, you know, guilty of that, but not guilty. Yeah, he definitely was, like, a
2: criminal. He just was... He wasn't the thing that had scared them and haunted their dream all those years.
0: Mm -hmm. He had tied Carrie up, and Andy had found her, and they had hid in this dungeon together. And While
2: some f- mysterious thing was scratching outside up. of Peter the Peter was
0: the leader back in the day and had said they should all split he, up. Yeah, so. he did the
2: classics. Who let's split up, gang? And everyone immediately got in danger.
0: Yes, but they were uh, friend, or I guess friendly with this Captain Al, who was was either sheriff at the time.
2: No, he was just a uh, retired guy. Uh, military guy. Like I think he was just their friend. Like he runs the junkyard.
0: Oh, okay, not hmm. not when they were children though.
2: I don't remember what he did when they were children, but he, he was, was never on the force. I don't think so. Cuz so. they were friends with the, the the sheriff at the time was Winslow. And then was later uh, replaced by Coppers or Cooperstone. USA
3: a-, a okay, United I
2: guess yeah,
0: States yeah, he was Air just Fort. an Air Force captain. And I realize now like I guess realizing that it was meant to be a cartoon made more sense, but I was like why are the cops indulging in these stupid little kids mystery?
2: Some of that, I, I agree, the is the work. cartoons. And another part of it, I think, is just because it
0: was 1977,
2: and no one gave a fuck what the kids were doing.
0: But they were listening to them, and they were like, oh, great work. Like, the kids were the heroes. Well, I room. mean,
2: if, like, if you the cops, you know, like, four kids call the cops, and you show up, and they've caught a dude who's clearly been stealing sheep, like,
3: you know, fucking good job, well, so kids, I guess. It's what, 1970? Cops don't want to do their job. They're just happy. That they yeah, it is a small-town like, sheriff. Wow. He,
2: it's like... <laughs> God damn, these kids keep saving me a lot of legwork.
3: Yeah. I just got to pick someone up. They're
0: so young it. and spry. couldn't be any better. Okay. Anyway, that's kind of how they rose to fame in the town of Blighton Hills, which is located in Oregon. Yep. And so now yeah. we're in present day, which is 1990. Andy has just tracked this guy down in the bathroom, found out that, yes, they never did actually solve the crime. And she has escaped from prison. So she's technically on the run. Uh, Carrie is living in New York as a working as a waitress. She yeah. had wanted to become a biologist, went to college, and then she ended up banging yeah, some she, guy. She made a couple of bad an choices. Intern. And then the, she never a, got a, a guy that, grad yeah, yeah,
2: basically her professor screwed her over.
0: Yes. And then Nate is in. A mental institution in Massachusetts.
2: Yep, in Arkham. Again, if you know, you know. There's a lot of actually fictional universe call-outs that don't necessarily tie in. Like, at one point, uh, the later reference stopping by Raccoon City of Resident Evil fame. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, And All of this was over my head.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a real hit for me on a lot of this stuff. And I bet there's something I missed. So she first goes to pick up Carrie. And... Uh, this is where we get a lot of information about some relationships all at once. First off, uh, Andy talks about Carrie's hair a lot.
0: And it's fucking weird. Her orange hair was standing up on end, or her orange hair was breathing a sigh of relief. Andy ascribes
2: and a personality to Carrie's hair. He thinks it's her like hair. it's, it's an Andy entity. Andy's a girl.
0: It's short for she Andrea. She thinks
3: her hair... Is just like alive. It's a She thinks entity. that she That's thinks she that the other girl's it. hair is
2: alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- she doesn't like genuinely believe that. She just always ascribes it like its own reactions and thoughts.
0: Which was fine the first, I'll say, three times, but it goes on and on throughout the whole book. Yeah, and it's actually three
2: consistent. Like where every. I
0: if they fucking mention her goddamn hair breathing its own life again, I'm gonna. Set this book okay, right. so anyways, Andy, you, Andy's definitely
2: you... in love with Carrie. There's, there's, mm. this is pretty obvious from the moment that you've decided that someone else's hair has a personality. We'll you've back thought back about back. them a little bit too we'll much. We'll
0: circle back because weird situation. But anyways, let's get through the plot. I mean, I... Yep.
2: And so at the same time, uh, a bunch of dudes are being basically pigs, hitting on and or on Carrie and just being the worst. And Andy keeps trying to talk yourself out of you know. Committing crimes and ultimately fails, wanders over, gives like that overhyped, like big, like tough girl speech, and then 100% delivers on it by hospitalizing four men in about 10 seconds. She like
0: smashed their testicles. Yeah. I will admit that part was kind
2: of. Yeah, actually, I I did. She keeps hyping up this nut kick that she has, uh, and to the point where she's perfected kicking a man in the nuts so hard both of his testicles pop.
0: Just yeah. one,
2: just one. Sorry, just one.
0: Because she said he would still be able to have children, but he'd be, like, he'd be half virile. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you
2: know, but yeah, I like, she's, like, breaking pool cues and blocking... Every time he finished. Yeah, blocking knives. Like, she's full-on, oh, like, action movie <laughs> level fighter.
3: She's like fighting four grown men at once.
0: What? Have you ever been kicked in the balls? I mean, I've been hit
3: in the balls. Never like someone punched or kicked me. I've been kicked and punched in the
2: balls. It doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. Once <laughs> well, was just in soccer, so I just got a full force kick to the dick. That was the uh,
0: dick or the testicles. Both.
2: Oh. It was. a it was a long stride. It, it caught. It around. caught the length.
3: <laughs> yeah, when you. Kicked... I tried to walk
2: it off, and then made it like five steps, and then fell back to the ground. It was not a good day. <laughs> when you
3: kick in soccer, you're supposed to kick with the top of your foot, so you're gonna get everything.
1: A
0: lot of surface area. Lot of surface area.
3: You've been kicked and or punched in the nuts.
2: Man, I've never been punched in the nuts. No. All
0: right, kicked? let's fix that. Hey, uh, Caleb, go. No. <laughs> no!
1: I've had, a, I've had a basketball oh, I, uh, I mean, I've fully, been, like,
3: full force bank shot yeah. off the ground yeah. up, like, into my dick, and that hurt.
1: Everyone's been hitting the... in, Well, not everyone. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. It happens. It's gonna happen. Mallory, have you been kicked in the dick?
0: I've been kicked in the vagina, and it does hurt.
3: I would imagine. It doesn't seem pleasant.
0: Not I, in my vagina, but I had yeah. Margo.
3: Margo's <laughs> clawed my dick <laughs> <laughs> many times, climbing in my fucking lap. I don't know. Margo is that.
2: the cat.
1: Margo
3: is a cat. <laughs> I don't know. Does that count? Is she saying smack, smack
1: you in the dick?
0: I think now we're just talking about random dick names. So let's, let's you know, continue. Let's bring
1: it back. Let's bring it back.
2: There so, was this one time when I was... Uh, again, just... let's bring it back. <laughs> so uh, Carrie turns around to see Andy has just beaten four people unconscious. And it's just thrilled to see her. Quits her job and the two go hang out and... Uh,
0: they drive Get drunk. away in uh, Andy's Auburn Chevy Vega, and I remember the color because, again, they mention it more times than is necessary throughout the book.
2: It does come up a lot. There's a couple of things that they also, really...
0: I looked up a Chevy Vega. Kind of a cool yeah, we learned, car.
2: We learn a lot about like Carrie's hair. I don't know what Nate looks like, period, at all. I don't know what Andy's hair looks like.
0: Well, she's Latina. I, I know that. Called. I got that. So I'm a few am And she has short hair, like bangs, dark bangs across. Uh, I do remember the cover, dark bangs like, now that you mentioned. Half it. of her face. do stop it. getting referenced sort of about cousin. the same
2: time that the orange hair comes up.
0: And she's a hottie, apparently. Okay, but I assume that Nate is just a basic white guy.
2: Yeah, uh, I would. I would assume.
0: We know Peter was. definitely not Devastatingly handsome with a square jaw, thick blonde hair, the huge.
2: Yeah, it, Peter was movie star handsome at a minimum. Uh, so anyways, they uh, they hang out together. They get drunk. They hang out in ho- or uh, Carrie's shitty apartment uh, and then sleep in the same bed, which is fine for Carrie, who doesn't think anything of it, but kind of a big deal for uh, Andy, who is definitely in love with Carrie. Uh, and then one or both of them has night terrors that Gary. night. Yeah, they, Carrie tends to have a lot of, like, sleep paralysis, night terrors.
3: Hmm. Yeah, those suck.
2: That's unfortunate. Yep. Yeah, they they're, So they're she not wakes far. up
0: screaming. Andy calms her down. And prior to this, them going to sleep, Andy had said that she wanted them to go back to Blighton Hills because they had not actually solved the mystery of the lake monster. And Carrie was like, absolutely not. I don't want to go back. This and that. And then she wakes up after she's had this... Nightmare, and is more willing to go now. So yep. they decide they're going to go pick up Nate. And
2: this is also when we're introduced to Tim.
0: Oh yeah, our like hero dog.
2: of the story, our uh, our young wymeraner friend Tim is a excitable, well trained dog. Like he he will always come back when left to his own devices. Like he responds to speak, stay. Like he can follow out absurdly complex con- instructions at some points. Like He never like talks like Scooby-Doo, but he is definitely like smarter than the average dog by a long margin. Smarter
3: than the and it boy. often
2: describes his thoughts in situations or at least the way his reactions could be interpreted. Like they opened the door and he was like of course, it's finally time you guys let me in.
0: So I will bring up a- Part of what made me dislike this book from the beginning was the writing style, which I think some people might be into, but I looked at other reviews of it and I was not the only one that was like, what the fuck was this? Because it bounced back from just reading it like a regular book to almost like a comic book to it's like Nate. The sentence he said, then Andy. The oh, when, she when said. there's
2: when there's a crowd of people, it goes into
0: not every time though, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. It was very confusing the first that, like quarter of the book. I was like, okay, what? Like, did something? There's change a number of times where I can't tell what's going on. Way? But and then yes, Tim also has his own thoughts, which is kind of hidden in there, and you're like, wait a minute, okay, so the dog is talking, or we're we're now in the dog's point of view.
2: Yeah, it's usually like I feel like it's kind of like a throwaway joke from the narrator that the dog is just in some sort of mood or other, but it it's hard to tell for sure, to be totally honest. But usually, at least his lines are pretty amusing. He's usually just kind of mildly enthusiastic or very bored with the situation that they're in,
3: That's or just dope. happy to meet a bird. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, you sleepy on a, you fall asleep on the scale. <laughs> I'm just yawning. You could you just could not have picked up those energy drinks, huh? Listen, I ordered them. I ordered me one too. They couldn't. They apparently didn't have two energy drinks to spare. They canceled my order.
2: You failed me in every conceivable way. So you after this, yourself. they head to uh, Arkham to break their good buddy and Carrie's cousin Nate out of an asylum, uh, where he is apparently voluntarily checked himself in. And we learn from his point of view, like he talks to a bunch of other inmates that are all. Varying degrees of crazy, uh, in types, and this is where we learn that he sometimes sees and talks to his dead friend Peter. Uh, It's actually kind
0: of one of the most enjoyable parts of the book in the beginning, yeah. Peter's Peter's conversation. Well, Peter's funny, I should say. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Nate's not as much fun early on, he but he's not bad. I don't hate him.
0: He's really the most bland character, he's kind of a wimp,
2: but. He's supposed to be, like, the dweeby nerd kid.
0: Yeah, you can be a nerd and still leave an impression.
3: You can have confidence in yourself.
2: Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah.
0: He's got nothing. He's really, like... He
2: largely blames himself for everything that happened out there, so he's really just kind of, you know, curled into himself. Uh, This is where another weird uh, cameo from fiction, but not quite accurate pops in as uh, the show that they're watching on the TV in the asylum is called Zero Princess Warrior in a universe where Lyndall Hamilton became Zeta Princess Warrior instead of Lucy Lawless. Huh. Just a random call-out yeah. that is then converted into something else totally entire else. I don't know. It was weird. It was fun. Yeah.
0: So Andy and Carrie show up there. Ask him to come with them. The nurse is saying, yes, he did voluntarily check himself in, but he signed a contract saying he wouldn't be discharged until we deemed him safe to do so. So they decide they're going to break him out.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is the part. This is
0: what Zach was referencing. You can tell it.
2: Okay, so they get him. uh, They convince his other inmates to put him in a straitjacket. And then Tim, the dog, drags a rope with a hook on it through the entire three floors of a mental asylum without getting caught, brings the hook, They attach it to uh, Nate, who's in this straight jacket with a motorcycle helmet helmet on. on. He does have a helmet on. And then he shouts out, because this is apparently some sort of reverse werewolf trap from their youth, Uh, except that it turns out this rope is tied to a car, which they then drive away at 70 miles an hour. So he is being wrapped around every piece of furniture and wall in a (laughs) three-story building... All the way to the entrance, moving at 70 miles an hour. He describes going down the stairs as he hit two steps in three flights of stairs. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Every wall he hit would shatter bones.
0: I wish he had been.
2: If he was a person. this is Turns out like he's a cartoon, cartoon character, and he's mostly just a little bruised. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, As a cartoon character, makes sense.
3: This is all told from his point of view, and he is a schizophrenic. Maybe it was really... They just walked in, put him in one of those laundry carts, and wheeled him out. And in his brain, he was like... (laughs) (laughs) Andy references it later. Knowing
1: it's cartoons, I'd be like, this is ridiculous.
3: Does
2: it say... Does it say what? Uh, Somewhere in the description? like That they're cartoons? No. I'm just kind of inferring it from the events. There's
0: a page or an area towards the end of the book where I think it clearly insinuates that they are. It's set
2: up as like a cartoon universe. It's just, you know, they're not cartoons because it's not a visual medium.
0: There's a part. Mm -hmm. I wish I... I I guess? I wish I would have marked it because Andy says... Are books considered uh, a visual
2: medium? They kind of are, right? I have to read it.
0: So Andy says no. that um, yes. she had lost many of her supplies, and she could tell because she was out of her healthy bars. And I, w- at first, I was like, "Heat bars? Do heat bars just give her energy?" And her healthy bars, and she could tell because she wasn't healing as quickly. And that I've was the giveaway that. to me. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so, some video that game shit. But that was towards the end of the book, I can't and I, I was like, that. "Okay." I was like, "Was there other like stuff like that that I just missed?"
2: Before you, for, yeah, there was. But, a,
0: Nothing as obvious as
2: that. I some I, I think I missed that because that towards the end was a long, long series of action scenes, and I I will say that in terms of like dedication to the action, this book is far above and beyond any book we've read. Like it goes in
0: the last one hundred pages.
2: Well, yeah, like even earlier when she's talking about fighting those guys, like they go into a lot of detail about how the fight unfolds but it's so much detail no, i could not follow
3: it. about the sound their testicles made when they exploded
0: the, yes actually they kind of they reference that more
2: than once
0: oh. but i did it's i marked gross. a spot for you guys i was thinking about us all while i was reading they this. they
2: routinely reference the actual inhuman levels of volume some of the people scream at as because it turns out emotion will totally override the sound of like a nuclear bomb <laughs> yeah it's a cartoon
0: so back to my spot Sorry. This was actually before they ever made it to the asylum. It was when Carrie and Andy are driving there, and Carrie at, or tells Andy that she needs to stop so she can go to the bathroom. And Andy oh, said, "We, we you pulled went this one out an you, hour Caleb. ago." And she says, "I need to go again." And Andy says, "Can you go there in the woods?" And she said, "No, it's number two. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy says, "But it was number two last time." Yes,
1: we're four you're for just, four on Caleb's bathroom done. trips. Yes, <laughs> you just never know when number two is going to come back. And I just did curious. it. like.
0: To me, that is not a cartoon thing.
2: No, I th- that's oh, yeah, the thing. I, is, I, oh, I would a say that's one of, cartoon. One you of my main so actual you don't even have
0: a pothole if you're a cartoon, do you? I don't think I have. Yes, yeah, I, I don't. Guys, drawn, not, drawn I, in.
2: I, let's get it. I was going to say that was one of the main things that actually kind of threw me about this book is. While it is largely presented, at least early on, from the point of view of, like, it's a Scooby-Doo world and Scooby-Doo characters, but it does keep leaking in another, basically, horror franchise that keeps making things feel like it's the real world, and it's kind of a weird, jarring transition. When they try to be serious, it kind of comes off a little weird.
0: I never took it seriously.
2: I'm aware. Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay.
2: Mallory got burned by some orange bouncy locks early on, and that was the show. There for was her.
0: more to it. Okay, I there's <laughs> more to it. Okay, so we got to speed up. All right, so they grab Nate, drag him down the fucking hallways. Uh, he they
2: get in the car, they wait for Tim to catch up. They always wait for the dog. Uh, yep. They oh, no. drive across the country. This is when they learn the group learns that Andy was in prison and can't take the planes because they will arrest her. Uh, that
3: makes sense?
2: Yep. So they learn that uh, Carrie was given uh, her aunt's house in Blyton's Hills, so they'll be able to stay in their old childhood base. And they make it back to Blyton Hills, where they've discovered that in the last 13 years, a lot of stuff's gone bad. Uh, all of the sheep died. Just mysteriously, one day, all of the sheep in the valley just fell over, dead. Uh, a lot prior of prior
0: the... to them actually getting the house, I remember there was a letter in the car.
2: Well, uh, that was, I think, when they came back out.
0: It was in the car because they had slipped on the side of the road before they made it to the house. It was the first anonymous letter that they received.
2: I want to argue with you on this, but honestly, I've learned my lesson at this point in the series. You can
0: find it if you want.
2: No, it's okay. I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to argue with you about the okay. timeline anymore. I keep <laughs> losing. But I could swear they didn't get a letter till after they got to town.
0: They got like three total. One at the house, one outside the house. Oh, ha- or four. They got four total.
2: Yeah. One at the house, one outside of Dunia's, one at the boat. Uh, this may be your time, Zach.
0: It's not. I just was reading it, so Marley, I just Marley. have to find it again. Marley
1: is wrong,
2: but it is risky to take the chance. It's right? Unlikely. <laughs> anyway, so they arrive in town. Even if they somewhere around here get a mysterious note. Uh They meet their old, uh, their old childhood bully Joey, who's now grown into a fairly chill adult. Like he's kind of relaxed. He apologizes for being a dick to them when he was young. He was just jealous and wanted to be part of the group. And uh, Andy does not forgive him. And it almost gets into a fight and Carrie talks him out of it. Did you say Joey?
1: Yeah, the guy's name is named he Joey. a fucking loser as an
2: adult. I guess it depends. He's just a small town guy who never like got out of small town. He, he works at a restaurant. People uh, named uh, Joey. He volunteers I don't for have the a problem with the name Joey. Yeah, he's a volunteer sheriff. He, he's he's okay. He's just one of the. He's a small town guy who never got any farther than that. I didn't actually think anything bad of him, other than that when he was young he was a bully. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, I was just one. Just curious. That's fair. There's not a lot of bad characters in this series, like in terms of they're like they're all
0: bad. None of them are good, except for kind of Tim and Captain L. What do you mean, and kind Joey. of
2: Tim? How is he only kind of good? Was Jim the dog?
0: Yes. We'll get, okay, st- we'll get yeah. to it. Thank and what is it that
2: Carrie does that's so
0: bad? She's just an annoying little... Okay, when I meant boy. good, I meant
2: like good people. Not whether or not you personally liked these cartoon characters.
0: She was whoa,
1: whoa. very... Fight, fight, fight. None <laughs> of these people are evil
2: or even particularly like unpleasant as people. Mallory just doesn't like... Who they are as with their attitudes.
0: I'm not the only one that feels this way, Zach. I read reviews on it.
2: That's fair, <laughs> but I don't give a shit what they think. No, this is know. our review show, <laughs> <laughs> and I was mostly in the middle on them. They were fine, and except we, for Tim, who I loved.
1: And we know where Mallory stands.
3: We know both <laughs> both sides.
1: We know we this is this is an interesting twist on our uh, our little talk here. Open hostility. Um.
3: Truly, an very we're very split,
1: little adversarial. Yeah, with uh, with Mallory's take and Zachary's take, and I don't know what to do. All right, all right, back on track.
2: Okay. So they decide. uh, Yeah, they get a note. They're like, "Okay, let's go. uh, Let's go check the place out." Uh, So they go down to the beach. uh, At there's a massive lake that uh, it's called Sleepy Lake, and it is fed by the. It took me a couple of readings to catch it, but God, when it, I palmed really hard. It's fed by the Zoinks River.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Also meant nothing to me.
3: Zoinks? <laughs> you I, didn't I mean get
0: zoinks? Uh, so I should have prefaced like this whole thing by saying I was never into <laughs> yeah, this zoinks. day and not a Scooby-Doo fan. And in fact... I find that whole show in itself kind of annoying. So, probably an unpopular opinion, but Scooby Doo has never been my thing. I've never seen the live action movies. I think I only watched the cartoons when I had to as a kid.
1: I watched like less than 10 episodes for sure as a kid. I've seen way
2: more than 10 episodes. Uh,
1: I'm almost thinking
3: I've seen all the movies. Holy crap!
0: They aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. They'll have action specifically.
1: I really like the well, I was really young, but t- like Tom and Jerry, yeah, Tweety you don't, bird. Tom I mean, I've good seen stuff. a lot Tom of Tom and Jerry but yeah. I was
2: wait, yeah, anyways, yeah. So, they go down to the lake and they're uh they're hanging out, they find a rowboat and they go out to the island and they look around the house, they find like a human tooth in a tree. They find these weird runes all around the house and a long line of sulfur surrounding the place. Hmm. Hmm. It's all very creepy, but nothing definitive. Did you say sulfur? I did Mm. say sulfur. A line of it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so they get back in their boat, and they camp on the side of the lake. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, they realize something is outside the tent. And they start hearing this scratching noise, and they get out, and there's... Something moving in the fog, and they can hear Tim get out there, barking aggressively, and start biting and lashing out at stuff. Tim's a fucking champion. I don't know how that dog survives this whole book.
0: He's very brave. I don't know. Yeah, like, very courageous. Especially Tim.
2: when we realize that the, uh, as it saunters into view, it is a full-sized, for lack of a better description, I'm going to say fish man.
0: Yeah, like, it has arms like, and then middle arms. Yeah, it's got four
2: sets of arms, like two little ones and two big ones. Its mouth is actually on the top of its head. Has, it, like, it opens they
0: don't up. They have eyeballs.
2: Yeah, they're like eel monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh Like, because like, they always they describe is as, like, teeth. gray, smooth skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their claws are capable of shredding all the way to bone instantly. There's a couple of parts where, like, they cut through wood without, like, any effort. Huh. Oh, uh, cool. and Andy tries fighting it for a second but she's like panicking like something's wrong that like you can't breathe and uh, she tends
0: to lock up in times of stress not Andy, Carrie, sorry Yeah. Oh, Carrie fully
2: breaks down, can't handle what's happening, she's not prepared for the supernatural and then Nate shoots it in the spine with a shotgun and that's about the wrap for that
3: guy yeah, yeah
2: do it and that's when they realize that uh, yeah, there's absolutely a real lake monster and that the one that they shot wasn't the only one, because they could hear others moving around in the water.
1: Ah, oh, those motherfuckers. Where there's one, there's many. It's just like fucking mice in your house. You see one mouse, there's more mou- mouses.
0: Very mice. true.
1: Slash but mice. you're not wrong. Yeah.
0: Very true in the case of Sleepy Lake as well. These bastards are everywhere.
3: So Anytime they... anyone is saying lake right now, and I swear it's just because the name is Sleepy Lake, I yawn. It's happened every time Zach said it. He said it three times in in one minute. And I yawned three times in that (laughs) minute.
1: I think you're also thinking about your face. Okay, so
2: they head to the (laughs) Sleepy Lake Sheriff's Department. I'm feeling it. I feel
1: it rising and I try to fight it. And then I think it goes
3: away. So
2: they drag this body back to the Sheriff's Department. They're like, hey, we found the real lake monster and it turns out there's more. And this was supposedly a sheriff who was always really antagonistic to them. And they talk about that a lot. Probably
0: because he was just trying to do his
2: job. Yeah, probably because a bunch of twelve year olds Ma- Mallory's argument that a bunch of twelve year olds kept telling him how to do his job was accurate. He didn't care for it. Uh and he's but, a Walla Walla Native
0: American. Mm-hmm. Oh nice.
2: Yeah. Uh however, he they show him a dead body and he's like, Yeah, that's a fucking monster. Let's haul it in the back. I'll call uh I'll call wildlife services and you know, uh FEMA or whoever, and we'll come down and take a look, and uh, we'll figure it out.
0: Put it on ice.
2: So after that, they... uh, Who's got a FEMA gate?
0: Oh, yeah, you do, because apparently those things smell terrible. Yeah, they smell
2: bad. So they go back to the house, and they try to rest for a bit. Uh, Andy kisses Carrie when she's having a panic attack, and it goes over... It goes over okay. It turns out Carrie's not gay, specifically
0: says, um, I don't think I'm into girls. And Andy tells her she's pretty much been in love with her since they were children. And then she asks Carrie, how do you know you're not into girls? Have you ever tried? And she says, no, but I've never tried skydiving either. But I don't think that's really my cup of tea. So Andy in the moment kind of backs off. But... Andy's a bit more of a predator, I think, than Zach is giving her any credit for. <laughs> because she presses the issue the I entire actually, rest of the book.
2: I actually kind—I agree with you on that front. I, I don't like the relationship between Andy and Carrie. It's one of the few parts of the book that I just openly was like, I, I didn't need this. Especially given that early on Carrie says so she's not to girls and is like, well, okay. I kind of liked that it was a one-sided thing and we could just move on from that. They super don't. <laughs>
3: Huh. yeah, that does, that does put a damper on things.
2: It felt realistic, and then it stops being realistic.
0: Well, I mean, it's realistic in the sense that she turned very creepy about it.
2: I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, stalkers are a real thing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. it got dark for a moment. Uh, Caleb had a point. Uh, so the sheriff calls them, wakes lock, them up. Lock your windows and doors at night. Hide your
0: kids and hide your wives.
1: Hide your kids and hide your wives. Hide your, your kids, wives. hide your wives. For so a debaucher of these streets. You just never
2: know. You never know.
0: Andy Rodriguez <laughs> is on the loose.
2: <laughs> no, seriously though. So, uh, the sheriff calls them, it's and he's like,
0: "Did you say true
3: story to what? What the true story happening? are you referencing?" I
1: meant lock your windows and doors. It's oh, okay. just, be, just, be safe. just be safe out there. Be safe Guys, out there. <laughs> uh, we're not even an hour <laughs> in. It's
3: Check fine. your
2: closets. BTK could be waiting <laughs> behind, behind up, you. Right now, the there's a closet. Oh shit.
0: If he's in there, he's <laughs> at the very
3: least he's suffering.
0: <laughs> there is not a lot of not a lot of air movement in, that closet, in here. <laughs> first of all, let alone sitting relaxing.
3: Uh, maybe it's a bit of a Charles Manson or that's Pee-wee a, situation.
0: That's kind of Margot's closet. If, if he's in that closet, in there, he's
1: got a rifle.
3: Okay, well no, I have my own. I don't feel
1: better. <laughs> <laughs> he would find it.
3: So. Margo hates Asa, so maybe she's teaming up. She's it. like, she's cocking the gun.
0: Right no, now. We're,
1: we're 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 getting closer. I pet her sometimes. She's got now. it
0: like says she's Scooby doing it herself. She's got it like set up on the little shelving. She's got a
3: string set up you so imagine. she can just pounce on it and it pulls the trigger. Oh,
0: she she's like a Rube Tom Borg, and Jerry. You know, Rube Rube that's what she's she's how what
1: would you feel if I died like fucking uh, like death by Margo?
0: God, it'd be a weird cat, mix of emotions. Well, Mallory ridiculous. definitely got go to
2: jail. There's no way they'd
0: well, blame it on the cat. Because Morgan's I would be like, cat. I'd be devastated because you're gone. But then on the other hand, I'd be like you this had Margo can be in the longer than
2: Morgan like, did. It's your cat. She's, doesn't,
0: doesn't that cat matter. should be famous if she could pull that off. That'd be amazing.
3: I think it'd be hilarious. i not like okay. I give
2: it to her. This is
3: so off hilarious. topic. You think it's
1: hilarious? This isn't even mildly tangential. I'm
2: out. I'm done with this shit. All right. All right, I stop don't have to put up with it. <laughs> Enough. I'm going to have to
3: cut so much of this.
0: What? Don't cut any of it.
3: I might have to cut a bit of it. Uh I'd be crying at Ace's funeral, but you know, Jesus high-fiving Margo
0: on the side.
3: <laughs> Margo Wait, no, I just gotta get this I visual I, I I gotta, smack You know right what? Now. I'm gonna go I should uh, get
2: sunglasses a sunglasses off. I'll go get a gas now, station, get an energy drink. I'll be back. No, I wanna get this visual it's, real quick. It's fucking dark outside. It's the it's, lights it's,
3: took
1: the fucking. My God! My God!
3: standing behind the no.
1: tree. <laughs> you should pause. No, 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 You should I, probably pause while I beat the shit out of Caleb.
2: Alright, so the sheriff calls them and is like, hey, you said you knew a biologist. Uh, If you can get them here now, we need them here now. This body's not going to last until uh, the wildlife services get here. It's
1: melting.
2: And so Carrie goes down and starts investigating it. And this is where they learn that uh, she learns that basically these creatures, the lake (laughs) monsters, are CO2 uh, breathing creatures. So When they scream near you, they're filling the air with carbon dioxide, which is why it suddenly gets hard to breathe.
1: Oh, yeah, that
3: makes sense. Wait. Huh. Wait, what? Wait, so they breathe in CO2. Mm
0: -hmm. But when they breathe
3: out, it's also CO2? Correct. Yeah, they're magic monsters, Caleb. Oh, they breathe in and w- out the same they, thing.
0: They cannot last they don't
2: they they can't live they can't uh in CO two minimal environments. I was they thinking they were breathe.
1: like a tree. They breathe in CO two and breathe out oxygen.
0: Nope. Wow.
1: I mean, wow, effect it's too make much sense, oxygen in the no. Or is it like us where we only use like five percent of the oxygen in each breath? So we breathe out a a lot of oxygen. Really it's probably
2: bad. similar to that. Yeah, uh, no, uh, and 5% might
1: be wrong. Yes. I, might, I, I think it maybe is 20 Anyways. I
0: believe mean, uh, so oh, it's 21% exactly.
1: Is it? Okay, so I was close with the second one. Anyways, let's. Yeah. So they... Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: she discovers this so and that they the rot really fast, that they're not carbon based life forms, and that <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, at the same time, Andy <laughs> and Nate. And Tim go to talk to uh, Dunia uh, DeBowen, the owner of the old mansion out on the lake. They never talked to her the last time around, they investigated the story.
0: She's the daughter of the original owner of the mansion who had bought it. He'd settled as like a gold, what was that called when you were a gold miner? Oh, he came for prospector. the gold rush. He was a prospector, it came for the gold. Built this j- apparently found gold. Built this gigantic mansion. Never got married. People like rumors went around that he was a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he
2: was a witch or an immortal or a sorcerer, and that he came back pretending to be his own son, and that he lived yeah, for so he left, years. and then
0: like this other his son comes back and lives Ooh. in the I can't remember. Yeah, what he gets married, mansion. has
2: a kid, and then the As house the explodes. The house
0: burns down, just the east wing.
2: Yeah, and he supposedly dies after that.
0: And he had sent his daughter Dunia to boarding school, so she wasn't there when it happened. But all she has left is this house and the town full of people that still hate her.
2: And you know, all things considered, I liked Dunia as a character. I thought she was kind of funny. She's just she a... was
0: an erotica author. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: like
3: what do you do funny. for money? And
0: she and she had funny. a bunch of plans. She
2: writes vampire porn. Yeah,
0: and she was voluptuous apparently.
1: Sounds like this guy faked Beside
0: his own any point, but do they mention it? Yes.
1: Yeah, I don't you have know, any clue why I I like it.
3: I'm happy <laughs> they did.
1: It Really but paints a picture uh, in my brain.
0: The leather pants that are tight on her bosom. I'm pretty sure that Andy the Wait wait, no,
3: Brose bosom, leather pants oh, tight on her bosom. Oh, not her bosom,
0: her what her butt cheeks. What's the other word for Fanny? that?
3: Fanny? Buttocks. The fanny's your vagina. It depends on whether you're buttocks. Yeah,
0: I, if it's I don't, if you're
1: in I don't England,
0: know. then if fanny's um, your fanny's
2: here.
3: Lydia Smacksmith? Make room for fanny! Yeah, we'll just say bottom. Yeah. Just but,
2: anyways, we'll say uh, ass. I'm happy <laughs> about ass. this discussion. Oh, yeah, so anyways, so they meet her. They learn a little bit that like her father, like she heard her father like talking to ghosts in the attic, and that he supposedly did a bunch of stuff. At this point, Nate's fully convinced it's magic, and that there aren't just weird CO2 monsters, whereas Carrie's convinced that They just happen to be monsters that they, like, weird animals that they found when they mined too deep.
0: Coincidence.
2: Yeah. And at this point, the gang uh, is like, okay, uh, we should go investigate the mine now. We're trying to retrace their steps. And so they go find their old friend, Captain Al, who's now an old man. He's a drunk who runs a junkyard. And, you know, he's still kind of their best friend after all these years. And while I was initially worried that it was an old man hanging out with a bunch of twelve-year-olds, he turned out to be a pretty solid guy, actually.
1: sounded like a cool guy from the start. I was lie. worried he
2: was a pedophile, Asa. I,
0: as anybody should be. Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> I forget their children.
0: I, I mean, we should. Zach, uh, exactly you should remember
2: age.
3: that when I was ten, I hung out with you and all of your friends. That's fair. And
0: they're
2: weird. So he gives them a bunch of. Uh, like pieces of equipment from their oh, old yeah. days, like he managed to get the <laughs> evidence from their cases, like the fake werewolf teeth and you know skin of the lake monster and stuff like that. Uh, he's been like, you know, those were the last good times he had either in his life because he know, he never knew what scared them so bad because they wouldn't talk about it. Uh, mm. And they he gets them a bunch like they decide they're gonna go into the mines, so he gets them. Basically, a gun and a shotgun and a bunch of breathing tanks and a shaft canary, who is also one of the better characters in this story, despite him getting oh, yeah. virtually no lines. I was no reading lines.
0: this last night, and I was like, Asa, I need you to look up canaries in coal mines. What does this mean? Is the bird going to die? And Asa looks it up, Generally, and it was like, apparently, yes. no, they don't die.
2: Yeah. It turns out, yeah, I didn't know this either, but the odds are that the canary won't die.
3: Uh, so so I actually do know about this. Originally, the canary... Apparently, canary... we all do. <laughs> no, no, no. A, the canaries originally did die. It's just how it was. But the miners eventually got attached because they kept excess canaries for when one did die. And they all got attached to them that when they started bringing them along, they got sad that that canary would then die. So they specifically built cages where they could close it off and it'd be airtight. So when the canary passed out, they could save it before it died. Yeah. No.
1: See in the yeah, book, they you, realize you might have he, read the he same explains it. I did. Yeah. But the book, I left they explain it as Mallory loves birds. The canary starts will we'll start
2: tweeting and like freaking out when mm-hmm. it starts running out of air. And he the cabin's just like, just open the fucking cage and let it out. It'll fly to high ground.
0: Yeah, I thought that's. I guess I thought that's what they all It
2: meant. makes total sense. I bet a lot of people were too lazy to do it or didn't think fast or enough. Or they were
0: like eh. it They, on they were probably just edited 5200 5, feet
2: in this instance. Why
0: wouldn't you let it out? I guess is my question because if and if the air is bad, it's tweeting because the air is bad, what are the people doing at that point?
3: They go back up
0: ideally or they
3: that's when they put on their masks no, the bird to is, save but oxygen. the birds more sensitive to Well also to uh, the you have to think oxygen. how many canaries do you just have on hand you can't just get rid of one bird every time I mean you Anyways, could if you so were breeding canaries. They got a
2: canary they drive down to the mine shaft uh the captain captain Al gets the power running and they there's a lot of descriptions of mines this is one one of the parts I really enjoyed because it just felt Claustrophobic. They did a good job describing what it felt like to be 5,000 feet under the earth in an abandoned mine shaft.
3: Yeah. It's pretty far.
0: I feel like it's pretty close to the earth's core.
2: I think actually the rest of the earth That's is enough. like 23 miles, but I'm not sure. So I'd have to look 90. it up. Yeah, not not even close. No. Um, no. I anyway, I, I could be I could definitely be wrong on my guess, though, so... Uh, I know the
3: Earth's core is not... Oh, the Earth's core days.
2: is way farther down. <laughs> not 5,000 feet <laughs> deep. Because the mantle's huge.
0: It would probably feel that way to you, though, Caleb.
2: So... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. God. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> so they get to the bottom of the shaft, and they realize that uh, the bird starts freaking out when they're getting like down in this... like Even more abandoned than the rest of this place. The bird starts freaking out.
0: Oh, also we should make mention there is a gas... Or do we call it a gas mask? Respirator mm-hmm. mask for... Tim. Oh, yeah, they
2: did get a special made uh, World War II uh, gas mask for the dog. Oh, those are very
1: cute yeah, and also very sense. creepy. That makes sense. You yep. anyway,
2: So Carrie takes the bird and Tim and goes back up while Nate and Andy go down. And this is where we kind of double down. So we learned earlier... Uh, that, after talking to Duna, that Nate, when they were in the house, had found the book, The Necronomicon, in the attic. For, I'm gonna pull And this pull is off. back
0: in 77. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm gonna pull the wool off. If you guys are... For anyone who's not familiar with this, The Necronomicon is a famous book from the Call of Cthulhu mythos. It's a very popular science fiction horror series from basically the 1910s, 1920s by a guy known as H.P. Lovecraft, He's since been added to be a famous racist, but his works have endured in spite of that. That's just how life is these days. Uh, that's a bummer. Anyways,
1: that is a, a really bummer. interesting
2: like it, sci-fi section series that always ends in insanity and death. It's really bleak. And so the fact that this, I that chant I did earlier is almost verbatim from uh, Cthulhu Mythos with one name change in particular. So that's why I was like, this book kind of had me on edge the whole time because I was expecting the worst I was too I was too
0: well and you didn't uh, read the book the
2: but when Nate, said Nate that Nate read from gone. the margins and accidentally set off a spell and then all of the monsters showed up in the house yes
0: we learned throughout this book that apparently Nate can't use his inside voice to read
2: yeah he reads always out loud always
0: reads out loud
2: so when they get to the bottom of the mine shaft this is like, true literally this out true loud he breathes at it it full doesn't volume.
0: Have to be. <laughs> so they get
2: they get to the bottom of this mine shaft and they it. find a bunch of writing on the walls and what is clearly a door to somewhere. It's just a smooth rock door in the wall, not part of the mine shaft, covered in writing, that Nate is like, oh, I get it now, and starts reading. And he slaps him and she's like, You're reading out loud again, and then an earthquake starts. Nice. And the whole tunnel starts flooding. And they realize that the uh, the lake monsters the they start calling them weezers, uh, start chasing them, like hundreds of these things start coming after them. The
3: Carl Weezers are chasing them, and it's flooded. God, that's
2: a deep. It's flooded of... at this point. Is that what we're?
0: <laughs> no, there's just more water leaking in through the crevices and the walls.
1: I'm upset. Yeah, because it's
2: under the lake.
1: So lake monsters are running in the tunnels to chase them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And to get to the point, they had they had gone down. They climbed down like, a five hundred
2: foot uh, shaft.
0: Yeah, like, on a like there's a ladder. ladder. So now they, they have did to go find back a up. dead guy. They, they whipped him. Guy. They put him in a backpack. He wasn't and important.
2: And him down. Yep. But they guy? fight Huh? They, said they, five find find they do find a dead guy. He was not super important, as it turned out.
1: Was it five hundred? It added 500? up to nothing.
2: Oh, all right. Uh. Anyways, they climb all the way up to the top they get into a huge fight where Andy just throws down with like five or six of these things. Uh, they escape and they find a tunnel that leads as a secret passage into the mansion on the Island, the DeBowen Manor where they find themselves back in the, uh, what was Damian Damien uh, DeBowen's magical study? There's like a bunch of, you know, like dead body parts and the Necronomicon's there. Nate steals it, as one does when you're around ancient, mysterious books. Of
0: course. There was a bunch of corpses in coffins. A and bunch of a Yeah, bunch a of lot.
2: Bodies. And so the monsters keep chasing them, so they jump out of the house through like the hole in it. And all of a sudden, they see Joey coming up on a speedboat. And they're like, fuck yes, all right. And they all hop in, and they're like, Joey, how did you know? And Carrie's like, I called him. I knew we'd need help. Oh, You're yes. all idiots.
0: Because he had offered to help before and Andy threw a massive fucking he, tantrum. She
2: could not accept
0: it he'd grown up. Back in the day he had bullied them and even though he apologized, said he was a little cunt and he he was just jealous because they were always having fun mm. together, she could not let it fucking go. Yeah.
1: Petty a little bit like that. Yeah. Petty a little bitch.
0: But did she get in his vote? Yeah. She did.
1: Of course she did. Everyone loves a boat. Not everyone. (laughs)
0: Especially when it's like your escape (laughs) raft. Especially when the option
2: is get in the boat. Or be torn asunder. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
2: so they get back to land and... uh, they're talking to. they're like, okay, so this is bad news. Like, we could probably call the army in to, like, wipe these things out. There's clearly hundreds of them.
3: Yeah, there's hundreds of Carl Weezer's
2: around. And uh, Who is
0: Carl Weezer?
2: It's from Jimmy Neutron. I don't know why don't he keeps bringing it up. I don't
3: fucking know what that means.
2: It's not even remotely important. I, don't I don't guess in Jimmy, the most tangential sense that he's talking about another cartoon. It's relevant. Is but it's thing. not relevant. It's
0: already too confusing with the one cartoon.
3: I just didn't expect anyone else to comment on it. I kept saying it ad Zach specifically. Yeah, and you guys rarely ever listen to what I say.
0: Oh, I always listen. Oh, Sometimes I, I just choose to look. The I, other get
3: way.
2: <laughs> I get that. I get that. So uh, Carrie makes the realization. They're like uh, Nate and Andy are like, well, maybe we just fucking leave. Like supposedly they figured out that parts of their soul were infected by DeBowen when Nate accidentally brought him back to life, reading from the Necronomicon, and that them being here is a bad thing. Like they should never have come back. And Carrie's like...
0: Because he wants the bits of his soul.
2: And Carrie's like, actually, for once, some kind of flip in the argument here, we have to go back. Uh the earthquakes are basically keep releasing more and more of these monsters. And there's something called uh God, what was it? It was like a Ling Limus litness or, lim, oh, or earthquake. Like that. But it's basically like an earthquake that releases so much CO2. From underneath, like the water, like it pressurized bunch of CO two under the uh, a heavy enough surface will explode out like a volcano, giving a massive ex- like sort of shockwave, But then mm-hmm. floods the entire area for miles with CO two as a cloud of it that will basically just blow with the wind and suffocate everyone it goes through. Because mm-hmm. it's a cloud that's of salt. Solid- sheep
0: died. Yeah, that's, it
2: wasn't what's, the chemical that's what. That's what. Been killing. You know, we did not talk about the chemical corporation at all because. It don't matter. It's not important.
0: They're just a scapegoat.
2: Yeah, they did not factor into the story whatsoever. Hmm.
0: Much like yeah. the guy at
2: the bottom of the mine shaft. Not a big deal. It's just a
0: miner. No, Anyways. he was not just a miner. He had a made like he was uh the lawyer for Whitley. Pretty sure he was just going back to find the gold.
2: Yeah, so they're like if uh mm. if mm. Damien DeBowen is making these earthquakes, if he keeps doing, he's like, it will not only kill everyone in Blighton Hills it'll kill everyone in the next town and if it, keep, it like if the wind doesn't change it'll blow right into portland and kill god knows how many people
1: yeah
2: and they're like so we got to go back so al basically calls his buddies in the military and somehow finagle's an attack helicopter i don't i don't know how he managed that one but that comes up later
0: he's got connections man
2: yeah And the sheriff evacuates the town, and uh, oh,
0: they also showed them pictures of the creatures. Yeah, and
2: And they also blow up the. They they get a bunch of dynamite and they blow up the chemical plant as a cover for what the natural disaster is, so they can call FEMA.
0: Because before they even go into the house and cause any issues, they want people gone from the town. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So they're they want them to be evacuated before it's necessary. Yeah. What they're doing. So they and everybody hated this chemical plant anyway, so they're like, eh, might as well.
3: Yeah. Crack a few eggs, make an omelet. Makes
0: there sense. you go. There you go, Caleb. They're, yeah, making, crack the, a few they're eggs making a nice Denver omelet right now. Where
2: they're going out of people and monsters. Not where
1: and at. the
0: monsters are the ham.
3: So they you gotta burn a few villages everyone's kinda
2: on the same page now. I
1: uh, I prefer sausage in my omelet.
2: Okay. Well,
0: then you're not having a Denver, are you? No. No, no, no. Okay. Sorry.
2: Anyway, so they arrange for Joey to show up with their car that has an oxygen tank fitted to it, so they'll have somewhere to go with the Earth, the CO two eruption does Amber happen.
0: Chevy Vega. Yep, and their there.
2: Chevy Vega with racing stripes. Uh, and then the three kids and Tim go to the island where they they dick around for a little bit because they're kind of dumb. Uh, Yeah, sounds like it. And then they promptly get into a truly massive, long-running, like, 50-page fight. Like, it is a never-ending description of Andy and Carrie and Nate and Tim just slaughtering motherfuckers.
0: So I'm gonna, before we get too much into this, at this point, Nate still... Sees and talks to Peter, but uh, Peter is getting a me. little bit more antagonistic about things. Like yeah, less, he starts showing up as less a rotting corpse. Less making jokes, more. Why are you doing this? this? Is stupid. Who put Andy in charge? Kind of a thing. Yeah, he becomes and very also, derisive. Also, we have learned that before Peter killed himself, he called, uh, Carrie, yeah. and she was like drunk because she's an alcoholic and was partying and was like, "Oh, I can't talk right now. I'll call you later." And two days later, he was dead. So this is all transpiring on an individual level as they're going into this situation.
2: Yep, And then basically they play some music again, not a, not a smart move. Uh, all the Weezers show up as they start fighting their way up to, uh, the location where they expect that Damien DeBowen is waiting for them. And they fight like, there's like, uh, Andy has a pickaxe and a shotgun. She's slaughtering them. Carrie gets over her fear of using guns and just, shoots a, a lot of people uh nate uh does what any good coward does and jumps out of the window and gets in a boat and runs away nice can't blame him perfect can a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean not great definitely when you agreed to come on a giant fight mission to stop the end of the world halfway through just deciding no fuck everyone i'm gonna go not cool
0: I mean, you uh, you could
2: have not come in the first place. That would have been a yeah. Be- when he bailed,
0: I was like, I'm not. Shocked. But so t- in, his mean, defense, but I'm in his defense, in
2: his defense, Peter has been
3: it's spent no. the entire time
0: in his
2: ears basically screaming, "You need to run. You can't survive. You're gonna die." Andy got you killed. Elle, like there's just no way you guys antagonizing can him until all of a sudden, like there he's on the boat escaping, and the boat flips over from the one of the earthquakes. And when he gets back in the boat. Peter fucks with him, like just to be a dick, and it dawns on Nate that Peter's been fucking with him the whole time. That it was basically all for like I don't.
0: And then he has a realization in the boat, but he does not say what it is. He just knows he's got to go back to the house. Yeah,
2: he heads back. He while the fight is going on inside, he starts finding like he goes and finds the tooth. He goes to all the places the runes are at and starts taking things out of them. Mm -hmm. And realizes, uh, as he goes, he manages to sneak around while the fight is happening and gets into DeBowen's uh,
3: attic. Well, no,
0: first he just goes down to the living room. And he's waiting with a gun when the cloaked figure that they've been seeing in the window comes down, pulls its hood back, and it's fucking Peter! Yeah, and he looks to the
2: right, and Peter's ghost is like, Well, this is awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And then we literally uh, never hear from Peter's ghost again.
0: Nope, just Mm -hmm. disappears.
2: Which is weird, because it's slightly later revealed, that's not Peter's ghost. Yeah. Nate's just crazy.
0: Yeah. And so anyways, the next time we see Nate, he is in the attic, tied to a post with a gag in his mouth. Uh,
2: But so (laughs) Carrie and Tim (laughs) and Andy...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> basically, use the trap Just door.
2: Uh, Carrie, Tim, and Andy use the trap door that they fell through as kids to escape from the monsters. They go into the dungeon, use the pickaxe to rip a hole through the wall, and then sneak into basically what is like a catacombs where Damien had been keeping hundreds and hundreds of dead bodies that he'd rounded up so he could raise their souls and torture them And what they need
0: to raise their souls is he takes like some... Takes their bones and creates, like, a salt? Yeah, he,
2: cr- he creates that like, he gets their salt's essence or something. Yeah, it's, and then, like... It's a magic thing that I've heard of before, but I couldn't tell you what it meant. Uh either. But
0: collect,
2: they also find a coffin Columbus. named Damien de Boen, and they're like, well, his body was never found, ones. and they open it, and it's full of gold. They found Damien de Boen's pile of gold.
0: So naturally, you take a few bricks of gold.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They throw it in the speedboat, and then they go up to confront uh, Damien, because now the Weezers have fucked off. Like, they lost sight of people for a while, and they just dip. They get bored pretty easy, apparently.
3: That makes sense. Who doesn't? You know? So they pop in,
2: they see Nate bound and gagged, and they find Peter, and Andy gets into a giant fight with him.
0: She's ready to fucking kill him.
2: And Carrie really doesn't want her to. For obvious reasons, like she thinks it's their friend Peter.
0: Prior to them coming up, though, when they were sitting in the little cellar. And again, there's nothing that precedes how this awareness came to be. But all of a sudden, Andy says, hey, Carrie, remember when you said that Peter used to write you letters? And earlier you just happened to stick one of his letters in your back pocket. Do you want to hand that to me? And then she reads it. And what do you know? The handwriting handwriting matches the handwriting on the letters they've been getting since they've been in town. But it's just like, what happened that made you think Yes. I think we it was when du- she was telling him that
2: uh, Peter had told her that he loved her. Because that was when Carrie revealed that like he did try to ask her out and she wasn't into it.
0: How does that have anything to do with him writing the letters in the present day though?
1: Mm-hmm. Why did she all of a sudden have a, the letter in her back pocket? So the plot can happen.
0: Sorry, to borrow
2: from a popular internet show. So the plot can happen. There's sometimes. no
0: explanation to it. Just all of a sudden the Andy's like, over. light bulb. Yeah. Can Some, I see that letter? Sometimes
2: I put random so things in my pocket. They get into a big fight and uh, the they manage to shout to uh, Nate, like, kill him or don't kill him. You'd know best. And he manages to basically be like, kill him. Kills him, turns out, Peter's a zombie. And then Dunia DeBowen steps out of the closet with a fucking sword and reveals that she's actually Damien DeBowen, who was originally a different Dunia DeBowen. He's gotten a couple of gender swaps over his 200 years of life.
0: So when people were like, oh, that's not his son, that's just him, they were
2: right. They were 100% correct. That makes sense. This and he's like... Yeah, uh, you know when you read from my notes in the margin, you 100% didn't raise me from the dead. I was clearly already alive, and whatever you thought was wrong with you guys that was made you crazy ruining your lives, it's just because you're fucking dumb 20-somethings. You ruined your own lives. Yeah, I figured that's how that
3: would go, honestly. I kind of assumed Which doesn't
2: entirely just... hold up given that he is a guy who unleashed an unholy hell upon the world and then made them witness it and then blamed them for not coping with it well as 12-year-olds. So I don't know if that tracks... His, her her logic doesn't really hold Okay, I was confused for a second. When they're 12 years old, they run into Cthulhu, Lovecraftian monsters that in their own books would drive people to madness instantly seeing them, and these 12-year-olds are expected to just be fine, according to this
3: necromancer. I mean, he's right in the fact it wasn't just a literal magical curse. It just was...
2: Yeah, it was just real, actual trauma.
0: Yeah. And she was, like, already in the middle of... Well, I guess you can get into it, Zach. What was actually that? She happening had been
2: doing happened? a ritual to raise... So, in this universe, it's not actually Cthulhu. That is is just fiction in this universe. But it is compared to something real, which is this god that I'm... There's no way I'm getting this right, but I'm going to call it Thadagoa. Thatago- uh, yeah,
0: it was something like that.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah Thadagoa, and it's this ancient god that was underneath uh, these hills, and they used, uh, they actually get this story from uh, the sheriff, the Walla Walla tribesman. He tells about an old legend they had of the creatures that lived up in the hills. The Walla Walla Native Americans stayed away from them for a long time, and eventually the hills monster started coming down, and they got into a giant war, until eventually this uh, shaman from the northern tribe showed up, known as Ash and Fox and him and four of his warriors did some ritual, and the mountain fell down on Tharagoa and buried him.
0: What Which is Sleepy Lake.
2: Which is where Sleepy Lake is. Where's Sleepy
0: Lake? Is it's, it's, not it's not real. It's not real, but it's... Oh. Like
2: yeah, it's it, Zoinks River. I'm it? relatively certain isn't real because that'd be ridiculous. But God, it'd be kind I don't cool. think the
0: Zoinks River is...
2: Yeah, like I don't the, think Blighton Hills like is real. like the Sleepy River. Much yeah. like, much like well, they water reference
3: at at the Arkham she and she Raccoon was City
2: was are also out. not real. So there is a town called Raccoon, but it is not called Raccoon City. That's
3: true. I want you guys to know I held in that yard. And it's Kentucky,
2: not, I believe, that's Illinois, that's which is where it. Raccoon City is in the games. Forget about
3: the, uh, um,
1: I couldn't the tell CO2 aspect. Yeah, it's not
2: important. Anyways, so with all that said, so bringing us back, uh, after jumping back to the present, we just talked about the tribesmen uh, taken out uh, that ago the first time, Uh, it's revealed Dunia is trying to raise him, and that the ritual he realized doesn't need uh, five willing sorcerers, it just needs five people to be present. uh, And one active participant. And so it turned out that his first fake death had been he tried to do the ritual on his own at the door at the bottom of the mine and instead only woke up a whole bunch of the Weezers that then immediately tried to murder him. And uh, so he tried again in 1977 with them, but right as he was about to finish the ritual, Thomas uh, Wickley kicks in the door looking for gold, sees this guy doing a black ritual to raise a dark god, freaks out, and runs away, but because he kicked open the door, all the Weezers flooded in, and Dunia had to bail before, uh, Dunia Damien, uh, had to bail before he could finish the ritual. And, but, and then realized later, you can't just pick up the ritual where you left off with any people. It has to be the same five people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. And so, he had to lure them all back. He went to L.A., dug up Peter's body, and then turned it into a zombie so that it would still be present for the ritual.
3: I mean, that's smart. Solid, to to Solid work. Confident. Yeah, I mean,
2: I guess, you know, you're thinking with your sorcerer powers there.
3: Well, I feel like it'd just be easier to start over with five new people, but... Eh, I he could.
2: Uh, well, I think it was, he literally could not. you, had oh, you to see can't it even start over? All right. No, there was no starting over from scratch. So uh, I
0: did mark a page during this whole, her whole, like, explanation of what happened. And I guess, I was just confused here, so maybe you can clear this up for me um let's see she said she had to return as her daughter and so andy asked you killed your own daughter and she said no and she said um i never or she never really had a daughter um it was all a strategy to solve my image problem in town when i first became daniel the son she said my wife was a concession and my daughter was a ruse and they said somebody must have uh, seen the child and she said my wife's daughter was born out of wedlock, her oh-so-shameful Scarlet letter, blah, blah, blah. Luckily, she died in infancy.
2: I think the kid just died so, of Okay,
0: me. so moving on, though. So then Carrie says, Same. you supplanted a teenager? And she said, um, yes, blah, blah, blah. People detested the family name, but I needed my claim on my old property. Luckily, my gutless wife-slash-mother... Had
2: offered herself already. Oft. It might be a typo, but she meant. Oh,
0: oft. Sorry. Killed her. Yes, so I essentially, the
2: his plan was he had. Everyone knew that he had. How
0: was oh, it a wife slash mother? Oh, because he was been now pretending to be. Okay, I was so confused and I was like,
2: tell me he didn't fuck his mother. N- no. Okay. He, he didn't even want to fuck her in the first place. He just needed oh, to look okay. like he wasn't his dad, who was yes. him, who was also his grandmother, who gotcha. was also his daughter. Okay,
0: so I'm just an idiot. My bad. All
2: right, moving on. i am uh, my own grandpa song. Uh, moving
0: on.
2: Anyways, so the grandpa, it's, not, it's a, a full, guys, no. Uh, there's a full we'll song about out. it. We'll do it later. Uh, Is there a song about it? So he reveals, he, gee, I, I'm going to stick with Dunia just because I like the name better. Uh, Dunia reveals that she has already done the ritual. It's done. You guys were too late. I just needed you guys to be present to wrap it up. And, uh, so Did you f-
0: mention, okay, so the tooth was fucking Peter's? Yeah,
2: the tooth was Peter's that she stole from the dentist's office. There
0: was a lock of hair from Carrie. That
2: she stole from the barbershop. There was some gum and spit that she found in a garbage trash can from, I'm uh, getting to it, that she stole for uh date. And she found Andy's used tampon. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's what was in the pentagrams all around the sulfur was the line for the pentacle that they were in doing the ritual. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. You are so permissive of some of the weirdest stuff in these books. You have said you just gotta do it so many times and so worried about you. Well, I mean, I mean, desperate when
3: times push comes call to
2: for
1: shove, desperate times. When you're looking for, for DNA, <laughs> you'll measures, check what you
3: know? DNA you can get. <laughs> I was expecting you to say use God, but here we are. Oh. I mean, they um, were, Andy, like, pretty young.
0: They, uh, they the
2: oldest of Andy them was 13. Andrew.
0: I guess, I, unless well, you... Well, depending on who No, I mean, you're I usually like jerking off into a sock at
2: that
0: point,
1: are you not? What? All right. I've never... No, I'm making I you sock a Wait, statement. A something about a sock.
3: God damn it! I've never once used a sock. Just I don't understand way. how that is a common thing. Because just it
0: collects the mess.
3: Jizzed into a sock? That's so much rug burn. I...
0: Uh-huh. Maybe you just hold it around the tip. I don't know. I hate this. <laughs> oh,
3: I have just into a sock
0: for
2: sure. Oh my but, god!
0: Did it uh, well, uh, well, uh,
1: No, there's a technique. You
2: don't. You know, Son of okay. Anyway, she summoned the dark god. It's gonna get out of the lake in a minute. there's no cum socks involved. Gallop. It's Gallop, you totally did, unrelated. did it wrong. Andy, I've never done it! Andy and Dunia get into a sword-slash-pickaxe fight that is pretty close, actually. He's the first person to give Andy a challenge, this entire thing, including a literal army of demons.
3: I feel like, honestly, I feel like a full-size pickaxe is really bad against the sword.
2: It's not great, but Andy's a better fighter.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and it goes until the Weezers start breaking into the room while this is happening, until finally they're, they're losing... They're basically getting overwhelmed by Weezers and Dunia, and she manages to smash the pickaxe into Dunia's foot, and then everyone just fucking runs while the Weezers swarm Dunia.
0: Oh, before that, she uh, kicked her right in the fucking crowd. Oh,
2: yeah, she does. It does come back. The legendary ball kick. But this is when we learn out that Damien had been a girl before he was a guy because there was no balls to kick. It just... look. It. She kicks... Dunia in it, like, the vagina. like, two feet in the air. So, yeah, lifts her two feet off of the ground with a kick.
0: And it's kind of funny because then Dunia's like, What the fuck, man? Ah! <laughs> what? <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> Why?
3: She's lucky she didn't get her foot stuck up in there. Oh, God. Tight. Real tight,
0: Kaylee.
3: Okay, so I've... <laughs> Zach doesn't want me to get into it. We're gonna <laughs> wait till after recording. Yeah, we...
2: Please, Don't. <laughs> So the kids escape, they go back into the mineshaft to find their way through the mines and get away from the horde of never-ending weezers that are pouring out of the lake after them. Mine. They escape into the mineshaft. Uh, Dunia think. fights her way somehow, despite having, <laughs> it, like, by the time she fights her way out of the uh, horde of weezers, she's missing an arm, she's missing an eye. And she looks up and she's like, what the fuck is that goddamn noise? And looks up and sees Captain Al in a helicopter with guns and rockets.
0: And they yeah. shoot one directly into her. Don't worry, she's not dead.
2: Somehow, despite this blowing up the entire house and ripping her fully in half, I mean, I guess she's a necromancer who survived for 200 years. at all tracks. And she's She's magic. Anyways, uh, so the house explodes and the kids escape out and they look up and they see Al and they're like, hell yeah, come get us in that clearing over there and we'll get out of here. And then all of a sudden, the lake ripples and something shoots up out of the water, grabs the helicopter and smashes it into the ground. Oh, mother Yeah, there
0: goes Captain Al.
2: Yeah, this is one of those parts where it's like, oh, it's not a cartoon anymore. But it is. But it is. Anyways, uh... It's become apparent that the eruption is happening, that Thatagoa has been freed. And all of this is a massive, like, shockwave as they all run out of air. And as they're suffocating on the ground, they just see this fully, like, it makes mountains look small as it crawls out of the earth. And the only thing that keeps them from going insane is that they're already passing out. And Andy hangs on just long enough to see that Auburn race and racing stripe car pull up to them as Joey comes in fucking clutch again, swings up and drags them all into the car, which they've planned ahead and rigged with O2 so that they could breathe. And then an army of these Weezers chase them, this giant chase through the hills. Uh, They get in some fights, and they finally outrun the CO2 cloud. And the sheriff's like, okay, you guys run. We're going to call the army, and I guess I'm going to stay and try and buy some time. And they're like, we got to stay. We can try and finish this. And so the kids go back to their base camp, their house, and them, Joey, and uh, Tim all get in a pentacle that Nate draws and start reading from the Necronomicon to do the chant that Ash and Fox had done all those years ago to try and send uh, Thadigal away.
0: Which, uh, during this part, I actually marked this page to demonstrate how annoying Carrie and Andy are. Because as Nate is trying to go through the fucking thing, they're telling him, You read that already. Why don't you shut up and just move on? And he says, I have to say it three times, but these stupid fucking assholes are acting like they fucking know better. Just another demonstration. I I actually agree. Everyone was a real pain in the
2: ass about magic being real even after a literal god is just ascended out of the earth. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair him. criticism. I can smack him. They didn't get smacked? He
1: needed him. Yeah. Uh, still smack him.
2: You need Fuck the bodies, him. Jesus. Anyways, so they do this ritual and with Tim, Tim being their them. fifth member of this ritual. And they, like, Weezers are breaking in, they're running out of air, and they finally, they I mean they may obviously manage to pull it off, and, uh, well, Thadagoa had apparently been about a step outside of their house. Like, when they go outside, the crater in the ground that goes miles into the earth is three feet away from their house.
1: Well, they got real lucky and stopped there.
2: Yep. And Thadagoa and all of his monsters get sucked into space and jettisoned into the void of darkness. It was a little hard to follow, to be honest. There was a lot. The action was uh, hectic.
0: There was a lot going on. It was a lot. It was difficult. Like a lot of times, you know, well, I mean, anybody that's reading, like you visualize what this is what I think this town yeah. looks like to me. This is what this person looks like. There was just so much. I was like, I'm trying to wrap up. I got my very lost. Like, I was impressed I with their like.
2: attention to the detail of fights, but it was so much I could not keep up. Uh, anyways, they go outside and they're, uh, they win. Uh, Andy kisses Carrie again, and for some reason, Carrie's fine with it this time.
0: Not reciprocated, but she doesn't pull away.
2: Yeah, it it turns into um, I don't know how to describe the situation where one of you is a lesbian and one of you is just not gay at all, and that's just the relationship you're in.
0: No, so here's the problem: that is she never throughout the whole book she continues to talk, and I guess like it's in her own head. So she's talking about Carrie in this way, where I'm like Carrie doesn't know that you're talking about her in this way. I suppose. But then in the end, they're sitting in the backyard. Things have cooled off. It's summertime. They had a pool put into the backyard. And remember when I told you the very first time she kissed her, she said, I don't think I'm really into girls. And she said, how do you know? Have you tried? And she said, well, I've never tried skydiving, but I know it's not my cup of tea. And then at the end, when they're by the pool, she's like, oh, and we're going to try skydiving at some point. And it's like, no, she doesn't want to.
2: She does actually say before that, that, like, I know this isn't the relationship. You're used to, but it there is a yeah.
0: It's one where you're not. It's not consensual, because the, I already told you. Carrie,
2: no. so I <laughs> the way I read it is like Carrie had assented to some sort of like romantic relationship. It just wasn't physical, from what I could tell. It it was weird. It, I would suggest reading the part again if you could stomach it. But it was consensual at that point. It just so, wasn't.
0: It I was, guess it was like, weird. so. To flip it a little bit, and about how I don't think Carrie was a great person either. And one of the like when they first like meet each other again in 1990, Carrie tells Andy because she and throughout the book, Andy described herself as Butch as a child. Like she she wanted to be called Andy because she didn't want to be associated. She a wanted to be girl, identified I as guess. a boy. Mm-hmm. And Carrie says to her like, "Oh, so I always down thought down. at some point you would have." you would have changed. Like, switched sides, apparently. And then she says something like, I guess you grew out of that. And I was just like, what? Like, no, like, that's not how that works. And, like, why is this book this way? Yeah, <laughs> like, no.
2: why? It, I, I, yeah. I'm actually with Mallory. And the, the plot between Carrie and Andy was not important to the book. And it, it, it drug it down a lot. That was the I worst part It for just
0: me. made it very weird. I was like, first of all, like, Maybe she. I. It's 1990. You can't just go out and get like surgery like you can now. It's
2: unless you're Dunia. It uh, turns out if you know a necromancer, that's not a surgery. I, if you know a necromancer, you can grow a dick. Okay.
0: I was just like, okay, this is a
2: little <laughs> anyways,
0: insensitive, so, I would say. But it's anyways. not great. But
2: anyways, they got a bunch of gold and they fix up their house, and uh, oh, so they find what?
0: What you're not going to talk about, Tim?
2: I'm gonna. Okay. (laughs) That's the very last thing. Okay. So it flashes back to the lake where they found the gold, where the boat had been blown out of the water. And they notice and a bird, a canary specifically, lands on it. And he's like, it's like, yeah, of course he survived that. He spent a whole day as a mineshaft canary. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he's scared off by him bursting out of the ground. And Dunia, with one arm and half of a skull, pulls herself out of the ground and looks around. It's like, fuck, did I miss it? Because all she wanted out of life at this point was to see a god rise because she'd been alive so long she was bored. All she wanted was this, and she didn't get to see it because she she was buried in rubble the whole time. Mm -hmm. Serves her right. It does serve her
0: right.
2: Anyways, that's the last time we see her either. Uh, And then finally, it jumps back to the kitchen with Nate and Tim. And he sits down and he does like he's doing a little ritual on the table and sets Tim in it. And does the Speak with Dead ritual, and he's like, Okay, motherfucker, I know for sure it had to be five human souls that did that ritual. Otherwise, fucking Dunia would have just thrown in a bunch of beetles and raccoons and done this by herself ages ago. And Tim turns and looks at him, and he's like, Yeah, my name is Ashen Fox. And 13 years ago, when you read that ritual in the book, you raised me from the dead. And I managed to pour myself into your dog, Sean.
0: Because his salts were sitting there.
2: Yep. And he's like, he's like, and, uh, you know, when Carrie went away for the summer, he's like, I just did what uh, Dunia did and aged myself back down to a puppy so that she would think I was this new dog, Tim.
0: <laughs>
2: and he's like, don't get, like, don't get me wrong. Your dog is very much a real dog. I just kind of hang out in the background. He's like, but when the time came that you guys needed to remember a very specific phrase that I knew, it was a lot easier to pass it along. Because it explains that there was, during the ritual, there was some key word that they needed to finish it that wasn't in the book. But Andy had heard it when she beat up the guy in the restroom, because he had stumbled in during the end of the ritual. Huh.
0: So, end of story. Tim is kind of a dog, kind of a spirit.
2: Yeah, he's got a ghost hanging out inside him.
0: At least it's a good one, I suppose. Yeah, that's
2: fun. Yeah. Mm. It was, a. Uh, it had some really cool stuff in it, and it had some stuff that it really dropped the ball on, or maybe just shouldn't have included it. Mm. I would of the say, other.
0: for me personally, the style of the writing was very weird and sometimes unnecessarily confusing. Maybe I'm just stupid, that could be
2: it. No, it was, you got pretty confusing.
0: Uh, the stuff with both Andy and Carrie, both the things that their characters said, I was just like, what is the point? Why are you?
2: If their character relationship had been out, they would have been like, you know, just been mildly annoying once in a while, but their relationship really killed it for me.
0: It, yeah, it was, I don't know, for me. It, like none of the characters, they stood out in bad ways. Andy stood out because she was extremely aggressive. And like would not take no for an answer, which is not a good quality. Uh, Carrie was play kind of like, I'm such a smart girl, but oh, now I need to be saved. Now I want, now she, I want. Andy she was Randy. really
2: skeptical in the face of like actual evidence that magic was real. She still wouldn't accept it, which is, it's kind of fair. Except it also like. Lives are writing on this, and you don't have the answer, and someone's giving you an answer, and you're still ignoring him because it's a weird
0: answer. Because it's scary. To like,
2: happen. you don't have an alternative, but that one doesn't work for me. Yeah.
0: And then Nate was just so fucking vanilla, it was painful. It was like, wow. Like, the most interesting thing about Nate was him talking to Peter because Peter was funny.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, overall, I still enjoyed most of the book. Uh, it
0: was painful for me to read most of that book. I literally looked at Asa and I was like, if I was not reading this for this podcast, I would stop reading this book
2: right now. <laughs> I, I had fun with, like, the action scenes and the weird references. I liked Scooby-Doo versus Call of Cthulhu and Scooby-Doo one. That was cool for me. Uh, I enjoyed some of the comedic aspects of it. Again, I didn't. I was in the, like, definitely characters had their bad drawbacks, and none of them had any really shiningly fun examples, but I still enjoyed stuff. Tim was always fun for me. I always enjoyed his little uh, narrated bits about what he thought, and his love for that little squishy penguin that we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah, he
0: had a squeaky toy that he really liked.
2: And you could get that dog to move heaven and fucking earth for that squeaky toy. Those dogs, Um, I
0: feel
2: like. It literally fought its way through, like, eight of the Weezer's. By itself, as a dog, to go save that squeaky toy. Yeah,
0: poor little Timmy had some scratches and. Cuts yeah, he bit off
2: like part of his fur. His he missed off, yeah, one of his ears. He had a bunch of slashes, and he didn't didn't complain shit. Yeah, he got his way out of it, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he whimpered once in the entire series. No,
3: he's a fucking gangster. Yeah, he's badass. He's, he's a badass. He was, a <sighs> he was a
1: ghost.
3: <sighs> he was a shark. All right, Caleb, what did you think? What did I think I had a good time with it. I also enjoyed the Scooby-Doo versus uh, Cthulhu aspect. I expected Cthulhu to win. I am happily surprised. Yeah, I'm
2: glad, too. I was. I spent the whole book being like, these kids are going to get murdered by 10 Yeah, monsters. Zach was like,
0: I have a bad feeling all of them are going to die. And I was like, you won't be sad, believe
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been bummed. I don't like it when the good guys lose. Whether or not Mallory found them annoying...
0: And say they were the good guys like I told them. they were trying to stop the end of they the world also for 13 years had a sneaking suspicion that they put the wrong guy in prison and waited until he was fucking paroled to maybe confirm
2: I mean in their defense he did confess like he openly wanted to be but in if prison but you were
0: that tortured by it so tortured you were gonna fucking follow him the they're day still was also
2: 11 12 year olds
0: they were 25 you at the time she confronted well, him yeah at 18, she called the it, prison like, to visit him, and said, "Like, hey, quick question for you: What the fuck happened down there? They were none of them were good people, is what I'm saying."
3: I disagree, but
0: Tim was good.
3: They were. I think, I, I think it's. I think it's as uh, they were realistic. Dogs are, dogs are mostly. Good. Yeah, they were normal people. Normal people aren't perfectly good. They have. I thought ones. they were cartoons. They
0: weren't even mildly good, Caleb.
3: They
2: openly stopped the end of the world.
0: Yeah, because they, they literally save themselves.
2: No, they wanted to and save only... the op- option that they presented was so that they could save everyone else.
0: Only, and at one point, Carrie said, "I should have never come back here. My life was fine when I was in New York, and wanted to go back in the midst of all this."
2: That was before the apocalypse. And she's it also the one
0: because it was leading up to that, and she was like, I But no. she's also
2: the one who argued that they had to go back in the end to save the world.
0: Whatever.
2: Right. She was it's,
1: like, oh, goddammit, I'm You've decided
2: already, that you don't like them. There's no point in this here. argument. Marty, Asa, what you think?
1: I, man, I don't know. It was real... I feel like um, I've enjoyed this conversation about the book. But if I was reading the book myself, if I could get through you know, most of the pages, you know how it is. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't think I would enjoy it myself, personally. But I have enjoyed this conversation. And I might recommend mm, reading had it a, to a we've uh, had a pretty even
2: split tonight as we go through this. Hey Mallory, what are we reading next week?
0: <laughs> oh, uh I forgot that Caleb and Asa were supposed to pick out the next book, as I think they did as well, because I have not seen either one of them arrive with a book.
1: Yes, I did. I totally forgot. I picked forgot. out the last book we read. No, uh, a- I was supposed to pick oh, out. A book. Asa was we specifically were... supposed to pick the book this time. All right, time. Yes, this one? and I forgot.
0: Caleb, you're gonna love it. One
1: hundred. Am I?
0: Well, I don't know if you'll love the book. I'm old, but you're gonna concerned. love the you're gonna love the cover. So this is called "The Splendid City" by Karen Hewler, I think is how you say it. Look at that cover. Piece. All right, that's
3: a pretty good cover. I did um, judge
0: the book Kayla, by the cover.
3: Could you please describe also? It this was cover in the
0: buy one get one half to off. To us. That
3: is a cat with a gun <laughs> and a witch. So the top ha- it's it's like a playing card. Uh, in the top half is a cat with a gun, and the bottom half is the, a witch.
0: Uh, when we started talking about Margo in the closet, I was like, "Holy shit,
3: <laughs> this is
0: fucking weird."
3: Uh, I mean, a that's a not the shotgun. Is that a six? That little say? bitch. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what this I, I think
2: it's a... I think it's a hieroglyph, man. I don't know.
3: I'm trying to figure out what number this I is. Well, I think yet. there's
0: a witch in it. So I it think it's a three, a six, a and it a might seven. Be a witch symbol. Yeah, it looks
3: like a three, six, and seven of witch hats. I saw 50. Yeah, like a three, six, I saw 50. Plane card. I see 50% I think at the top. All right, I everybody. So I will
2: while. slap you. That was <laughs> Books with Bastards. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys all had a good time. And... Uh, Mallory, what is your uh, what is your chance <laughs> to summon your dark god? But. I locked her up hard. This that was going to be a tough one, and I knew it was going to be a big ask. I've been to spend this whole session trying to figure out what I was going to do. Light is
0: a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a Ooh, feather, Oh, classic The craft. <laughs> craft.
2: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> it came back so, so weak. It was so weak. He did it! <laughs> he tried so hard. Is your ancient god a loon?
0: <laughs> he summoned the oh, loon god. god! He only answers to the god of birds. Ah,
1: oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. Caleb.
3: Any...
0: It's terrifying, Caleb.
3: Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That, it started and out as a like, cow. I don't know if this is
2: the right channel or not, but I did promise that I'd come back to it. But it was, I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. Yes, it's funny, I know, but it really is so. I'm my own grandpa.
3: crying at Ace's funeral, but, you Jesus know. High-fiving Christ. Largo
0: on the side. <laughs>